Hello, and welcome to another episode of Deciphering Dysfunction. Uh, we've got another sports theme uh, episode on the way. I'm joined by my two friends here, Gang Wan and Stu Farr. Remember Stu from the, uh, the NFL uh, podcast. Thank you guys for doing this. Appreciate it. Thanks, Gareth, for inviting us. Thank you. <laughs> my pleasure. Now, what we thought was that because the NFL one was so much fun, we thought we'd do a Premier League team of the decade, because I know that everybody has um, some pretty uh, strong opinions, um, especially pertaining to Liverpool and their influence over the last decade. Um, when we first talked about this, there was a, uh, there was a, there was a motion to have it have the uh, the eleven as an all Liverpool eleven, which I've current squad. Ah, uh, yes, uh, vociferously protesting. But anyway, I think we will get to the end of this, and we'll have a, a you know a, a decent representation of Liverpool, perhaps not eleven. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Now, obviously, uh, Stu, um, I think you, you mentioned uh, uh, when we're talking offline uh, the formation. Yes. Do you want to talk a little bit about what formation we decided to employ? Yeah. So we we talked about this offline, um, and we've decided to go with a four three three formation because we're picking a team of the last ten years from the Premier League standard. I know Barcelona have played with this before, but. The 4-3-3 is the team employed by what you've got to say are the two greatest teams in this decade. The the City 100-point team and the team that are about to eclipse that, the Liverpool team that have, have surpassed them. So I think it, it would be remiss of us not to follow that standard if we're picking a team of the decade. 100%. I think, I think the, the, the fact of the matter was, I think the reason why the re- season has actually started again it's because of the tears of the Liverpool fans not winning their first league for I don't know how long it's been. Would have been drowned 30, out 30 long years. 30 long years, drowned out something else. Um, so at least at least you guys have got that. So good for you guys. And Barcelona can keep their tiki-taka football. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good. Good, 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 good stuff. All right, guys. Call it taken quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's going to live on in the memory. That one. I mean, it was, it was one of those things where I remember I came, I came back um, the night of that match. I remember you and me again. We were talking about that match, and I was just like, "That corner though," and uh, it was it was something where I was like, I, I, "I've not seen something like that." I mean, just his presence of mind, and I, I think he's actually on my list. And we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get him. Come up again. Yeah, we'll, we'll you know we'll go on get on to it. But the presence of mind from such a young player to have that uh, to, to be able to do that is just it's amazing. Anyway, well, as I say, let's start at the start. Uh, let's go for goalkeepers, guys. Um, what what have you got? Uh, what have you got for goalkeepers? Go on, get well. I think there's no other choice. I think we've we talked about this before as well. David De Gea, you know, absolutely, hundred percent. Since he's come to what 2011, he came to yeah, England. Yeah, 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 exactly. We mentioned he had his troubles. Yeah, he was a skinny guy. He couldn't handle corners. He was just horrible at that time, right? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was a good, he was a good shot stopper. Yeah. Then he's grown. He's now he's now one of the best Premier League you know, goalkeepers around. I, I would say, thankfully, he's not anymore, but. In that, in, that, in that middle part of the decade, he was imperious. I mean, if we talk about team of the decade, he's played nine seasons in this decade. Five of them he made the PFA play, uh, team of the year. He he is literally... I, I, I know he must have conceded one, but I don't think... It, I, there, were, there was times for years where I don't think I actually saw him concede in a one-on-one situation. He just was in the right spot making himself look big. And you just can see the wide eyes of terror of centre-forwards across the land going, how the hell do I put it past him? 100%. I think in terms of, from a goalkeeper now, having had painful memories of bad goalkeepers, Al Munia and Al, <laughs> and Arsenal, I mean, you, you know, it, 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 I think nobody apart from an Arsenal fan knows the, the pain of having uh, somebody, you know, substandard in goal. Like, no, Manuel, no offence to you, man, but you, you, you cost us a league, man. I'm telling you, you did. Anyway, like I say, but I think De Gea, on his own, won United points. And United has, has sort of fallen down the pecking order, uh, which, you know, I'm and sure all of us... Long, exactly, long may that continue. Um, a lot of people uh, are very happy about it. But I think De Gea has been one of those people who has just sort of kept that Man United standard um, sort of flying high. And I think that's why. I mean, yeah, De Gea, I think 100% unanimous vote on yeah. that. So let's go to... And we've discussed him already on the podcast... Um, now, I'm not exactly sure whether he's a left-back or a right-back, but I think he's a left-back. He's not. He's a right-back. Okay, fair enough. He's a right-back. Um, is, 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 who do you have for, for, for right-back? I mean, 
I've said it once already, but yep. corner taken quickly. Teren Alexander-Arnold has reinvented the position in a way that no one else on this list has. I think so. The, 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 I mean, he's such a guy. He's played. He's been the starter at Liverpool for three seasons, so he, he feels like he hasn't been around that long. But you know, he's been around for a long part of the decade. Yeah. In one season, he had twenty assists from fullback. Yeah. In all competitions, twenty assists. Better than uh, Leighton Baines, would you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say better than late Baines. <laughs> just to give you a statistic, Trent Alexander-Arnold um, has, throughout his time in the Liverpool starters job, um, created an assist every 3.2 games. Now, just to put, give you an idea of what company that puts him in, 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 that puts him in the top 10 in Premier League history, around names such as David Beckham, Stephen Gerrard, Dennis Burkamp, Ryan Giggs, um, Frank Lampard. You know, the guys that you think of as the assist monsters yeah. of the decade, yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the Premier League in total, okay. he's up there. He's the only defender in the top ten. Yeah. He's got so much longer to go. I, I, I don't see anyone else this decade that has literally taken a position and revolutionised it in the Premier League like he has. I'm going to pick Devil's Advocate. Before you do, I want to let you get your word in. I'm a fan of Trent. I still think it might be too early to have him in the team of the decade, though. I like though. it. I like it. I like it. Like, talk, talk tomorrow about that. Uh, oh, this is tough. This is tough for me to say. Um, I put someone like Kyle Walker. He's just wow. he's been part of that Man City team which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. He's done it for a little bit longer. Not I don't think to the level that Trent has done for the three years that he has. I think he's yeah. been Trent has been better than Kyle Walker over that three-year period. Yeah. But Kyle Walker has five, six years probably went to Tottenham over to see so this is an so, interesting so, no 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 hold on hold on let me get to it and then the thing is so first first thing just be, just before we get into Kyle Walker's candidacy and the fact that he played for Tottenham frankly denigrates him in my book but hey um, is that I, I do think that Trent Alexander-Arnold has been helped by having Jürgen Klopp as a manager right very few managers right would be able to sort of not I wouldn't say switch their tactics around but sort of understand and recognize the, 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 the quality of talent that you have at that position and then play through I mean I wouldn't say you, they don't, I don't think you guys play through the flanks per se but in terms of try to get him in as involved in the game as he is but I think but I, I think I actually that makes more of a case for Alexander Arnold because no one's ever done that for Carl Walker Carl Walker is he's yes he's, a, he's a more of a modern fullback yes he does get up and down the line some more but he's just a, he's just a fullback and I know that, and I don't mean to be so dismissive because I do rate Walker, but I think you. I don't got... rate Walker. I think he's shit, frankly, because <laughs> he doesn't take Tottenham. Yeah, but I, I think he's, I think he's good, and I would say, if I had, you know, he's actually on my list as an alternate. I, I would say he's probably my second choice, but I just think for the pure fact of how Trent has turned a position that is traditionally boring, it's boring, and he's turned it into. He has. And coming back to what you said about Klopp, Trent Alexander Arnold in the youth team was an attacking midfielder. And what Klopp has done is he's he's identified his talent, puts him in a position where he, he's built a system where he can unleash him doing the most damage as possible. Yeah. I don't see anyone doing that for Kyle Walker. Okay. okay go on, go on. No, I'm, I'm just saying that. Like, it's, it's, it's the. Put him in. It's, make the case. No. I'm happy with either, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> but you talk about sort of like modern fullbacks, and like Kyle Walker was that sort of first. Yeah, it's 2010s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, sort of decade. Before that, it was, everyone was sort of playing, oh, you know, fairly safe, and you'll you'll overlap, etc. Yeah. yeah. Then you sort of get these marauding fullbacks, and like Kyle Walker's one of these first ones, I think, of the of the guess of the decade yeah. to really sort of have that position. But I completely understand that Trent has taken that to a, to a different level. The number of assists he had in the last couple of seasons. That's before you even get to his free real. kicks. Yeah. Like he can is, take amazing free kicks as well. Yeah. The thing is, we have, to come to a consensus. we have to come to a consensus as to what we're going to do because that's, that's you know, it's just more fun that way. So, I've got, I've saw, so just to add a non Liverpool fans view into this, is I've got Trent Alexander down here, but I've had him as a as a left back. He's a left back, is he? No, he's a right back. But I've got him at down as a left back. Well, you, so you've changed, I've you've changed, changed I've the game. Changed, I've changed the game. Okay, I, I actually think that he's got, I, I almost look at him as a bit of a Philip Lahm type, where I think you could put him on the left back, 
and he could he could do some stuff there. Principally because I got this wrong. Philip Lahm does not have the assist number. Right, that's true. <laughs> but I do. I, I would we want can't him. put Trent Alexander Arnold in on the basis that he's reinvented the right back position and then moved him to left back. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I think it makes sense. <laughs> but as I say, you know what? If you're, I think he's good enough. I think he's good enough to go in on his own. On his right, on, 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 on his right on, side, on his right side. Just out of interest, what about someone like Zabaleta? I put him on yes. the list. Yes, I wanted he's, to get to Zabaleta. He's never been amazing. He's been solid first team. 100%. For, uh, so, well, besides the end of this, when he's gone to West Ham, etc. He has played some very good title-winning teams <laughs> in the past. So if we, and we, if we are talking team of the decade, right? Has he ever played left back? <laughs> 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 Don't think so. Okay. In that case, fair enough. He's an alternate on my list, isn't he? He's not. He, he, like, yeah, yeah. To me, it's between Walker and TAA. Yeah, I think. I think. Look. My left back, right back shenanigans. <laughs> I think that that look. I think that Trent Alexander Arnold is 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 so good that he is transcendent as a talent. So first thing, I would put my vote for a TA as well for, for once in a decade talent. Yeah, and I think we're, we're going to have a lot of we're going to have a lot of positions in this list that are going to be you know the obvious choices, the one with the longevity and the records. I think there's a room in this in, in this list for someone that has completely Just like changed Peterson. the way. <laughs> and now that is a throwback to the last podcast where Stu decided that Frank Gore was better than Adrian Peterson. Let's yep. not get started on that again. Anyway, cool. Let's let's go. So, so yeah. now to your right back. <laughs> to my right back. Now, so, no, no, that was right back. That was right back. Yeah. Now we're going to left back. Um, so, so what do you guys have? Please give me some options so right. that I can. So left back, left back, left back is basically tumbleweed yeah. rolling yeah. through the streets. I'm gonna, I'm going to. I've got two potential. I'm gonna. I, I think there's a case you can make for Patrice Evra. Yep. But I'm gonna go with Ashley Cole because oh, you know. Ashley Cole. Again, he he was. Very short stint. Very short he stint. played four years in the Premier League at the beginning. Of this, at the beginning, um, and he won a European Cup with Chelsea in that time. Um, he was an ever present for most of that time as well. So I, I, I think he. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you. Okay. On this. But you give me, give me your list first, and then I'm gonna. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I thought about Ashley Cole as well, but I don't. I think he was coming towards the end of his sort of career. He was. But so, he still played. I mean, he still played four seasons in the Premier League. He played forty percent of the decade, which is more than some of the players that I'm sure we're all going to definitely wave through <laughs> in this list. So, Trent, for example. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, look, sadly, I put down Leighton Baines, <laughs> but we're not going to go there in this podcast. Oh, hang on, are we giving out participation trophies now? <laughs> you might have to. Leighton um, Baines. But, you know what? I'm. I'm actually. I actually think. First of all, I hate Ashley Cole. So I'm biased, um, and 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 I, I can't countenance putting Ashley Cole in a in my podcast team of the decade. I can't I can't allow that, okay? Because crashing your car for fifty because the, you know some team offered you fifty five k pounds, okay? I, I, I can't I can't I can't do it, okay? So let's just put Ashley Cole to one side. First of all, no no, sorry. Go for I'll put Lane Baines down, but then I crossed him off quite quickly. <laughs> okay, so as I you should have done. I put a name which which. He, he sort of played everywhere, a little bit, a little bit left, a little bit right. Chelsea, little no, actually, <laughs> wouldn't be a bad shout. Wouldn't be a bad shout either. I thought Cesar Aspilicueta. I like him. Good. Like he's he's he hasn't been amazing, but he's been like that sort of Zaba letter type person. But at, 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 a, at a good high echelon. At a high echelon. And I feel like and that is one of those things where and Stu's going to come up with some stats. It's going to. Put us in the put us in the shade here a bit, but I, I'm I'm very much. I think that James Milner could do a job. I think because he's, he's not played, but he's not a left back. And I think if we are going to go with somebody, I think Aspilicueta for his consistency. And I remember there was a, if I if I'm correct, uh, there was a there was a period in Chelsea where literally Aspilicueta was their best player. You put Aspilicueta in this team, whatever team we're playing against will literally target the left back. You put Ashley Cole in that position? Ashley Cole was old at the point of attack. I mean, at the point of this decade. But he was still very good. No, no. He wasn't in a, in, that good. In, in the weakest position, in the, I think Aspilicueta is literally... Uh, look, as as this position goes, there's not a lot. You know, it's a, it's, it's yeah, slim picking. Clutching at straws. 
Until if you're not going Ashley Cole, I think Everer is the, is the choice. But I'm reluctant to put another Man United player in. We've had two out of three so far. No, I mean, so look, Everer, I think Everer is a... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because my, my as I say, my, my, my time period is wrong. One did how... how how long was his time period in the Premier League for Emperor? Like the 2010s? 2010s to when did he stop? He went to Juve afterwards. Yes, yes right? he did. Um, he did play. He did play. I think. I think he played four and seasons. He, and what did he win? Four. Right. Okay. So I want to have. A, I want to have this conversation here on what did he win? Football's a team game. Uh, if we're going down the what did he win route, then literally we can only pick City and Chelsea players in this team because okay. they dominated the league yeah, yeah. and they dominated. So we're going to have a conversation about team of the league, but what do we using it as maybe a tiebreaker, or if they were instrumental in and a left back was definitely not instrumental. In, Look, sorry, no, yeah. le- no, 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 that maybe it was a little bit too much taking the mick of oh, having well, Trent and Andy that's, Robinson. That's very good. But quite frankly, if we're, I talk, appreciate that. If we're talking about Aston Laqueta, Andy Robinson no, no, is no, no, back no, in no, the we're, 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 we're not doing that. So, look. You know the season when Trent got 20 assists? How many did Robbo, though? Well, okay, right? look, look, look. He is part of a, a revolutionary duo of fullbacks I, I'm, changing the game. I'm 100% with you. I love... Look, this current Liverpool team... He had a decent season at Hull as well. Which is but. We're not going to put Andy Robertson in as left back of the decade. Okay, look, Patrice Evra, I'll give you. Right, he's quality. He's a quality player. Want to actually hope? I'd consider it. Liam Baines is the best of the rest. Best of the yeah, that's that's. Athbili Quetta, I think, in terms of a top level team that has won, he was a left back for a top level team that won. Fair enough. Like I think you you. I think those are those three. I got to the point where I think I'd actually prefer Liam Baines. Athbili Quetta is just. I'll, he's just a fullback. Like he's not. He shouldn't even. I don't even know why we're talking about. Okay, let, let me ask you this question, gang. Patrice Evra. Okay. If 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 a team with Patrice Evra was facing Liverpool tomorrow, how confident would you feel versus a team with, say, Aspilicueta? To be fair, I'd rather be attacking Aspilicueta. In that case, I think we have to go Evra. I think we go. I think we go Evra because he's at, to be fair, he's a right footed left back. I mean, okay. I mean, I think I think that's made that. I think that 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 that, that, that doesn't it. Like I say, I have no opinion you because I thought you were literally. Ti was a left back, but hey, it is okay. what it is. All right. Um. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very unhappy with the amount of Manchester United players that have got. Don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Well, there's another one coming. Yeah, he's, he, be, he's so. got to be in there. Anyway, cool. So let's go centre back, and I and I've I've deliberately done something. Okay. Just, just, to, just, to, just to piss you guys Kick off. Kick it off. <laughs> Kick it off, So I've actually gone with Company and Vidic. Oh, excuse me, not... Sorry, Company, yeah, yeah, Company and Vidic. Okay. That's right. Your memory is not serving you well. <laughs> Nemanja Vidic... Could you drink down? <laughs> yeah, Nemanja Vidic, whilst good at times... Not at that. He only played four seasons of this decade, and he, yeah, was well, mostly in, he was mostly injured for three of those, <laughs> so he literally only played Look, one for season like, let's, of the decade. Okay, let's, let's, let's stop the joke. He was no better than Martin Skirtle at yes, that time. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Com- it, like, let's, I think the, it's a very easy choice. Okay. I think it's company, company uh, and you I'm have Van Dyke. Pretty sure. So, <laughs> I agree with that. I would throw, uh, me, I actually had three, and I wanted to see what you guys think. Mm-hmm. So, okay. for me, I struggled to choose between Company, who has been imperious. Heart and soul of that Manchester. Virgil van Dijk, who is a central defender that I've never seen the like before. Yep. Like, he's amazing. But you, I don't think we cannot have the John Terry conversation. Yeah, the John Terry in as well. John Terry, he played for seven seven years of the decade, and he was... Yeah. Heart and soul as literally, well. Literally, you had Gary Cahill winning like awards left, right and centre, and all, the only reason Gary Cahill has a career is because John Terry was standing next to him telling him <laughs> where to stand. 100%. I'm, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you on that. I mean, I, I forgot about John Terry. I'll be, I'll be very honest. Now, um, Wayne Bridge won't like this conversation much. No, but no. you have, to, you, you can't take away the fact that, that that John Terry was a dominant force in this decade. I've forgotten about Wayne Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to put him in our left back conversation? Him, him, him and his missus doesn't. <laughs> good. Very good. Very um, good. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget about John Terry. Yes. Okay. So you, sorry. sorry let's he's, on, he's on the list. So just let's go. Let's go through who are 
who are your two choices? So you had three choices and you were deciding between them. Yeah. Jing, did you have two choices? Company and VVD. Company VVD with John Turing as an alternate. Yes. And so I had, obviously, after my joke pick of Vidish aside, um, I had I had company and, and VVD as well. But I feel like that John Turing conversation is definitely one that we need to have. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've got to admit, I have, I plumped for company and VVD at the end, but I think to just wave them in and not discuss whether Terry is... So, why... why comp- like, so, let's just let's just go here. Company and Terry, I think, are very similar characters yeah. for their respective teams. I think VVD is, is a different brand of centre-half in that he can keep pace with... And this is coming from an Arsenal fan. Keep pace with strikers dominantly, yes. and he fixed your defense. Yes. Let's be very real. Like, your defense before... So was, like the Arsenal, like was, the Arsenal, was like the Arsenal, was the Arsenal defensive now. And don't forget the, don't forget how great he was at Southampton as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just a Liverpool. Not team. just a Liverpool. But I think that's the biggest sort of feather in his bow is that you could say with the Southampton against you, who, who was there? The, the guy next to him. Southampton. It was um. God knows we didn't buy him, so I don't remember. Yoshida? Yoshida? No, 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 it was Yoshida. was someone. It was somebody else. But I remember who it was. Um, because I had him on FM. But he came in from there, and everyone was wondering who was at BBD or. The other guy, and he came into your defense and literally overnight. Oh, Jose Font. Jose Font. That's exactly right. You guys became competent. So I think he has to be in there just from because it's very, a lot of the times, especially exactly like you said, Stu, in terms of John Terry and, and Gary Cahill, it's very hard to separate these defender com- combinations. But VVD is that one example where you can literally see you put him in and it didn't matter who you had alongside of him, he, he fixed that defense. So I think he has to go in just from a general influencing space. We can talk about body of work, company and Terry have pretty much a similar similar CV. Yes. So here's my pitch for company, right? This is what I think. Now companies company so if you look at Manchester City and, and, and what they've achieved in this decade, like I was looking up some stats, I don't really have it right now, but they they're at the the top at the top of the Premier League in terms of t- top in terms of wins, in terms of points, in terms of all the rest of it. They were a joke, right? They are what Tottenham are to us. More or less. Not really. We don't care about Tottenham. Well, no, no. I mean, well, yes. <laughs> to, to Arsenal, anyway. Anyway. So, but they were like that to, to United. And, and in company was pretty much the handful of somebody that took City from being just a bunch of, uh, of losers and chokers. To Richard, win. Richard Dunn at the back, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Exactly. Richard, exactly. Exactly. Two... Now this team of like everybody takes them very seriously. Now John Terry did something like that for Chelsea, but I would argue he did that in the previous decade, not so much in this decade. That's what I would say. He still continued what he 100%, did. Hundred yeah, percent. I, I, I did. I did. I, I think. I think what. I think what gives Terry a real. There's two points I think for John Terry that really swing it his way in a way. Um, the first one is the fact that I understand your point about not being able to separate centre-half partnerships, but Gary Cahill is blatantly toilet and has been throughout his entire career. So... Slap Phil Jones. He's, yeah, he is. Honestly, <laughs> just like Phil Jones. Like the, yes, he, he has some physical attributes. He's on the career, Phil he, Jones. He, 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 he's he what can, he's done. Well, Gary Cahill, we, we always knew he could head a ball. And he looked a bit, you know, when he was at Bolton, he looked accomplished. Yeah. But he always looked rabbit in the headlights when he had to make a tough call. And you would literally watch the Chelsea game. And you thought at the beginning when he just joined Chelsea and Terry's the more you know, experienced defender. And you'd watch Terry you know, maybe guiding him a little bit. This was still happening years after the guy joined. <laughs> like He's like, go and stand over there and don't get in my way. <laughs> you could literally see him do it. He put his hand on his shoulder and point to where he had to stand. Contrast that to Virgil van Dijk and Joe Gomez at Liverpool. Yep. Now, if this, if we were doing this list maybe two or three years from now, I think we'd be having a strong argument about whether to put Joe Gomez in this list because he's turning into an amazing defender. But you watch how him and van Dijk operated early on. Van Dijk was doing a lot of the similar things. He was, show, he was basically guiding him, showing him. That doesn't happen John Terry had to do that for Cahill. And and the clown car of fullbacks that they had during that, at some point, at some times, he was literally doing it for all four defenders. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes the goalkeeper. 
uh, he, he's not proven himself to be the nicest of people. No. But on the, no, on the pitch, in that 18-yard box, he's probably he's got to go down as one of England's best yeah, centre-halves of all time. Yeah. So, and I agree with you that he did a lot of his best work in the previous decade, but he's you know, he's played at a high level for seven years of this decade. He'll probably still play now. He's still playing the Aston Villa team now. He's probably back on the Arsenal team now. He wouldn't be sent off after 25 no, minutes. That's Sorry, that's going to date this podcast. So we're, <laughs> we're recording this just after uh, David Louise came on as a substitute, um, conceded a penalty and then got sent off with all within 25 minutes. Um, that's why he's not in the conversation. Right? Yeah, he's not no, in the conversation. No, exactly. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm happy so to tell say... So tell me, tell me, tell me you, you, you made some very good points about why Terry should be in. Yes. In fact, you've gone for company and DVD. Now, DVD, Liverpool, bias aside, why did you go for these two? I think the main reason was, is that... Whilst, yes, Terry is amazing and has done some amazing, you know, has been influential in that time. I just think that company and VVD, they just look a level above. If we're picking a team of the decade, especially if you're playing a 4-3-3, which mm-hmm. requires the defenders to actually be better on the ball. Mm-hmm. Now, that, I would say that would be John Terry's weakness is that whilst he's, he's, he's not he's not a bad ball player by any no, shape of the imagination no, yeah. but you know you could put Vincent Company and Virgil van Dijk into midfield and they would not look out of place no. as yeah. defending midfields because they were just so good on the ball I also think that Virgil van Dijk looks like no other defender I've ever seen and mm-hmm. he again he's changing what it looks like to be a world-class defender yeah. and he's in a category at the moment I would say he's in a category of one if you're talking about world, who is the best defender in the world you can ask a hundred football fans and apart from the biased United fan in the corner who says Harry Maguire 99 of, <laughs> 99 of them are going to say I don't think even the Virgil United fan can get away with a Harry Maguire comparison yeah. frankly but everyone's going to say Virgil van Dijk yeah. so I think he has to go in for that reason and I just think company edges it just based on that skill on the ball and the fact that he didn't screw his teammate's wife. Mm. Integrity. Integrity. Integrity so, is a big, so, so, a big part. So, King, I'm going to come to you. Um, why did you put Terry in? Because, so, you've got Terry in... Sim- similar Terry reason to shoot. You can't ignore the fact that what Terry has done for Chelsea and during this whole you know, decade, really. But, ultimately, we're, I guess we're, we're kind of in agreement that doesn't matter about the whole 10 years right it's that you know like Trent Alexander that three years has been magnificent yeah like DVD you know his period in the Premier League has been you know, out of this world you could conceivably say that the reason why you guys are running away with the league is because of I mean like you've got a fan yeah I mean you've got a very good team in general but that defense it starts from from from, 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 from the spine yeah 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 makes sense so, so yeah no I think talking I, about the quality of the people over the you know what, how many years has Van Dyke been in the Premier League? Four years? Five years? Five years? I think some, something, something around that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can't, you can't argue with that sort of quality that he's brought. I think, I think, I think that's it. I think that's. I think we've given enough of a time. I think, I yeah. think we definitely have. So I think, so in terms of the actual uh, team, so we've got the hair, we've got TA, uh, we've got Company, we've got Van Dyke, and we've got Evra. Evra. Um, as the as the, as the people, Stu's makes Stu's making a face. I got to hold my nose on that one. Yeah, yeah, Manchester United sort of players in there. But hey, it is... Now, we're going to go into midfielders, which I have a feeling is, uh, is going to cause no end of chaos. Because I've got, I've, got a, I've got a fun pick here, which I think, frankly, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty positive about. Can I ask, how are we going to structure the midfield? Is it well, yeah, I, one I, I, DM? I was going to say one, 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 not necessarily... Are we, Does it have to be a traditional a, 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 a holding? A holder, but not... Not traditionally a holder. Not to, yeah, but one that sits back a bit and two, yeah. two you know, the way that okay. Liverpool City have done it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'm good with that. All right. Do you want to go one at a time or do you want to go... All three midfield. I think we should just throw one out because I think all of us have had trouble narrowing this down to three and there's going to be some fighting. Nice. So go let's on. just... Uh, why don't we Physical just blows. Go on, go on. Go on. Go on. Give, give, me your, give me your first guy. The safety pick I have, yeah. just so I don't get any any shit. <laughs> is that, 
and go to Kante. No, I don't have. I think. Absolutely agree. No, no, I don't have. No, 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 no. Okay, cool. I have. He's reinvented the Makaleli role. No, no, no. Yaya Toure. Okay. Now, now, now. Let me tell you why I think Yaya Toure. Now, in that holding role. In that, in that role. Okay, he could play the holding role. He played for Barca, a Barca, should I say? And so he can play that role if he wants. Okay. Now, this is the thing, right? Is that if we're going to look at the most successful team of the decade, it's been Manchester City. Right, it's in Manchester City, and what they have done, and the first person, along with Company, who really made people take Man City very seriously, was Yaya Toure. Not so much now, because obviously he had that whole cake fiasco and yeah, all the rest. He's really not aged well, but he was the closest thing to Vieira that I have seen this decade. Yeah. And he was a dominant, dominant force. And literally, I remember, obviously, to use an NFL example. Manchester's、uh, Manchester City's version of a hail mary was let's give the ball to Yaya and hope he can find some way through. And so I personally feel like for his contributions to Manchester City and just making them dominant,、yeah. making them a force, I think you need to put Yaya Toure in. I I absolutely agree with everything you said apart from the last sentence. And the reason I I was so tight torn on this one. Um, you're right. Yaya Toure has been amazing,、yeah. and he's been one of the he's one of the players that's defined Manchester City. But Angola Kante has practically revolutionised two teams and taken them to the title. He did it with Leicester City, who no one thought was going to win the league. No, no, hundred percent. You know, he has he has made Danny Drinkwater look <laughs> like a competent footballer at two clubs. He's made him a lot of money as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Right. That is that 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 may be that may be what gets him in. Yeah. You know the fact that he made Danny Drinkwater an,、uh, a national name. Yeah.、Um, so basically, that that's that, I mean. You can't argue against Tory being in this, and if he does end up, I'm not going to be sad. But I think can say the fact that he's done it at two clubs, and crucially,、mm. without City's petro billions、mm. surrounding him with all the best talent. Hundred percent. No, no. I'm. I'm. Look, I, I think that this is a conversation where I'm fine with Angolo Kante. I, I do. You know, he's a, he's a little guy. He's just as tall as me. Um, well, I think he's a bit shorter than me actually. So I'm good with them. <laughs> Short people making things happen in the world. Um, and he's very, very humble as well. Yeah, I think I, I genuinely like him as a person. Yeah.、Um, so I'm, I'm good with him. Let's go with the other two, and then we'll see where we can slot. Because yeah, yeah, that's where I can definitely fit into some of the other positions as well. Okay, cool.、Um, Stu, your your next pick, please. Right. As we've kept out one city great, I'm going to go with another one that might be a bit controversial.、Um, Because it might keep another one out. I'm going to say you cannot have a team of this decade without Steven Gerrard. I, I, I put him down on my list. I can't not. He played five seasons. He doesn't. You know, like think of it. He's played five seasons of this of this period that we're looking at. So he qualifies more than period, a, more, more than a lot of players. Okay, guys, 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 guys. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So this is the man. This he has been included. In the PFA Team of the Year, a record eight times. He's in this decade. By, no, not all in this decade. He's、okay. only played five seasons. Yes. And how you, many you times do, has he do... been? How many times has he been included in that Team of the Decade? This this decade. Twice. Twice. Okay. Cool. Okay. Look. 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 Let's let's, let's park Stephen. Okay. Your pick is Stephen Gerrard. Cool. But what I'm going to say. Well, the, the last thing I'm going to say on Stephen Gerrard is, whilst there have been better teams this decade by far. No one, no team has come even close to the unbridled fun of watching the well, 2013-2014 team. We did let it slip, and we all we knew、everyone、that was coming. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. That's not. It's not. It's not. It's not something we've been keeping quiet, or anyone else has been keeping quiet. But he was the puppet master of that side, and、okay. I think that he. He deserves a mention. He deserves,、okay. he deserves okay. a mention. Yeah, he, he, he deserves a mention. Hundred percent. Who who have you gone? It's a it's a long list. Okay. Um, um. But in terms of your your man, if you had to, if you had to, like, give me give me a name that you put, want to throw at. I put David Silva. Yes. So I've got David Silva as well. I mean, he's on my list as well. Okay. He's, he's done it for the whole decade. The whole、right? decade. But I would keep him. I, 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 he's on my list of players. I've got like eight players down here. Right. But he's not in my top three because I think Kevin De Bruyne is a better. He's much better. De Bruyne is a much better player. Yeah. But 
I think, again, so the thing is, right, is that what we need to sort of, I think, look, Gerard, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just deal with the Gerard thing right here, right now. Okay, look, I... Nice desk. No, no, unfortunately not. I don't, I don't have Seth down on here. Like the man goes to fucking Chelsea, he can fuck off. I'll tell you right now. Anyway, so Gerard is one of I think as 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 Gerard goes uh, as Liverpool. Like I felt like a lot for a long period of time, Liverpool went as Gerard went. Yeah. Okay. So he's one man club, which never happens, and I yeah. love that. But um, but 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 Gerard is not a man for this decade. Okay. Gerard is he is an excellent player and I personally feel like he's one of my favorite players actually non non Arsenal players so I'm I'm 100% with you in terms of Gerard's influence on the game the 2014-15 season where Gerard was you know did that speech and, and always makes me laugh but anyway it was and everybody was rooting for Liverpool to actually get to that title right and unfortunately it just didn't happen but I don't think you can reward somebody with a team of the decade nomination for one season Okay, so that's what I would suggest. If it, if this is a team of the decade for 2000 to 2010, 100% he's getting in. I won't even... I'll put him in myself. But not this season, personally, is what I would say. Now, just to get to David Silva, unless you have something to say. Honestly, if we're looking at this team... Just, just before we get into this, all, what is your third, like our third pick? Because I would assume that this person needs to get in. So for me, for me, I would if, if, if I had to pick the, the top three that I've come up with: Kevin De Bruyne and Golo Kante and Steven Gerrard. Those are the three that I've come up with as my top three. That's very different. So Steven Gerrard and Golo Kante and Kevin De Bruyne. Yes. Now David David Silver and Torrey were literally just there. There, four and five. So my I'm Kante Silver, and I'm torn between Torrey and KDB. Okay, so I've gone... Just, just out of interest, instead of Kante, what about someone like Fernandinho? Mm. Who's done body of work. Yeah. I, 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 he's not as been as celebrated. He's not. He Fernandinho, Fernandinho is also on my list, mm. but I think... Kante's just done. Torre outranks him in the City Pantheon. Out of interest, where have you guys put Hazard? Because I think he definitely needs to be in this conversation. But he's not a midfield. He's a flat-track bully. If you need someone to score three goals against Bolton, sure. If you need someone to pop up in a big game, pointless. Hazard is a flat-track bully. Eden the very, Hazard? The very definition of... The so very definition. Hazard, Hazard doesn't show up in your team. Yeah, he's on my list as one to avoid and argue vociferously against. Oh, my God. What, what is Hazard he, he's, on in, he's in the upper. He's in the upper forwards? Third. He's in the forwards. Eden Hazard... This is, is going to take honestly, a while. Eden Hazard literally... When he, there was there was never the, name me the time when Chelsea was, were there, desperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell. I could have been desperate. No, 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 no. They, they have definitely been desperate. There was a two thousand. I think it was either twenty sixteen, seventeen, or twenty seventeen, eighteen, where they were in desperate need, and Hazard was the person that they built the team around. And week in, week out, he delivered. No, week in, week out, he scored against the bottom five or six. That's, look, and he scored. He padded his stats against crap teams. Honestly, you 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 look at the numbers. He. Never scored. I'm not saying never, but he bet, apart from Liverpool, who he absolutely terrorised, he didn't score against any of the other top. Seems like there's some bias coming. In here. Oh, no, no. Honestly, there's no bias. I, is he a good player? Sure, but is he even worthy of com- mentioning in the conversation of all the other? Play- we've got like six players we've mentioned so far from yeah. three spots. Because the thing is, the reason why I've got some stats to back this up actually is that in terms of so he is on top. He's top five for goals. He's yeah. top five for assists. Yeah. He's top five. Now, this may this may go to your point of in terms of yeah. adding stats, but you cannot deny that this person has been ever-present for Chelsea yeah. ever since he came in. Yeah. Top five goals. Top five for goals from the midfield. Yeah. Top five for assists. Mm-hmm. My, uh, along with, you know, uh, but then again, Mesut Ozil is top five for assists, so what the yeah. fuck does this actually mean, frankly? And, and, and top five is in chances created. So I, I thought this was going to come up, so I've got a good friend of mine who's a Chelsea fan. Okay. And I ran this point by him to see whether it, to, to see whether it's working. Okay. He said, absolutely. If he was putting it, he, he wouldn't put him in a team of the decade either for exactly the reasons I gave. He is a wow. wonderful player if you're winning 3-0 at home to Norwich and you want to win 5-0. Then Eden Hazard is the man for you, and you can own, you can already see the fact that he's massively struggling in Madrid. He just doesn't make things happen when you need them to happen, unless he's playing Liverpool. In which case, happened in the World Cup. Did he really? Yeah. 
All I remember, all I remember is disappearing in a Euros quarterfinal against Wales. Must <laughs> where, where, team where, disappeared. Yeah, where, Wales. Did, where did he pop up then? He had a great team. He had a great World Cup. Yeah, but he, he had a great World Cup, dicking on Tunisia in the early group stages. He didn't, he, he, he's not. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm not saying he's not an incredible player. But if you're talking about, we have to we have to fit three spots. In. I think the I fact that he still is kind of convincing me. I'm not going to lie to you. Personally, oh, I've had further off the affair. Okay, but even in the even in the front three, (laughs) in the front three, it's even more important that you don't just disappear for you. Uh, uh, God shit! So you still have to dick on me. I mean, the league is about dicking on small teams. To be fair, I'm telling you now that the three players that I got at the front spent a career dicking on big big teams and small teams. There was that's fair. Honestly, that's fair. If you can tell me that the three players that I got up front deserve drop of Reed and Hazard, it convinced me. I will, I will say yes. But quite frankly, I can't imagine what the argument would be. Fair point. Fair point. What do you think, Mr. Wan? Well, we should concentrate on centre midfielders first. <laughs> yes. Get to this fair later. Enough, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So look, look. I, I, I'll, I'll see to your Hazard in midfield point. I thought he was a bit of a shoe in, frankly, but shows you how much I know. <laughs> in that case, I would like to bring up Christian Eriksen. And then we can quietly drop Christian yeah. Eriksen and move on to the good <laughs> no, no, players. No, no, don't, don't get me wrong. He's a top eight player. Yeah. And he, in, in, he's done nothing. He, okay, he, he's had one or two good seasons at Tottenham. Yes, and he, you, you can tell the difference between Tottenham with Eriksen and Tottenham without Eriksen. Tottenham with Eriksen, we don't even give a shit. You could Tottenham with Eriksen. Gerrard at Liverpool then. Gerrard at Liverpool this last, last decade, not Five this decade. Right, I'm sorry. If you're ever, honestly, if we're bringing in... If we're bringing in Ericsson, I've got four or five players that I would okay, bring in. Okay, let's, let's like, do it this way. We're, we're having the Jeff, we're having a Jordan Henderson conversation. Oh my god! Come on! If you don't understand that how Jordan Henderson is amazing, you don't understand football. Uh-huh. To be quite honest. Now, I'm not so biased to say that he needs to go into this team, even though he is probably the current. He's going to be the current player of the year for on, across, across across the board. Like in that Liverpool team, the team that is going to win a record points, Jordan Henderson is the team player of that team. Tell, so, talk to me about Jordan. Henderson. Why, why is Jordan Henderson great? No, not that he's going to get in this team, but I want an, I want I, a lot of. Yeah, I think Ying Wan has told me this. Yeah, you're telling me this. What is? And I just want to know right now. What is it about Jordan Henderson that is so great? Because when I saw him at Sunderland, I didn't see much. But that's not the same player as we're talking okay, about. Okay, so, so t- t- tell me about him. Tell me, tell me what's Jordan Henderson is the epitome of being in the right place at the right time, and that's so that, his positioning. No, no, no. That 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 that. that almost simplifies how brilliant he is but he literally is able to make interceptions effortlessly and then when he has the ball he's able to see things that I don't know whether he has some weird eye thing where he has a wider field of vision than normal humans (laughs) but the amount of times that he's been able to put balls and and what makes him brilliant is the fact that he doesn't play the flashy 40 yard ball to feet he doesn't need to he literally is he, in the right spot to intercept or make the tackle or, or shepherd someone out of, out of the way. And then when he gets the ball, he plays it into the feet of someone that he had no right of seeing with a short pass or a through ball or just something crisp and simple. His execution is flawless in almost every game. He never goes missing. And he pops up with... The one, one thing that I would say that you could level against him for a lot of his career is that he didn't score enough goals. But he he has popped up with some massive goals. Like some absolute spectacular. I remember a game we went to we went to um, Stamford Bridge when we were massive underdogs early in Klopp's reign and he scored an absolute thunderbolt mm. from 30 yards. Well, I think I remember this. Yeah, to yeah, open yeah. the scoring. Yeah. He, he steps up in big games. And I think the biggest compliment you can give him is I would maintain the reason Liverpool did not win the league in 2013 is because they got sent off in the Man City game two games before the Chelsea yeah. game and he was out for the season and most Liverpool fans you talk to would agree Henderson was probably you know the reason why the reason why we didn't so win the you league would, you would agree with this? yeah like 100% the, the thing with Henderson as well on top is you know we've all played football manager and things like that he's always been the leader like you don't have to be the best player on the pitch if you're a leader on the pitch, it's like John Terry, right? Yeah. We talked about him earlier on this podcast. You you can't substitute that level of leadership. Um, he makes things tick. Yeah. You know, 
Klopp runs everything through him. He's the guy that keeps to that plan to make sure people are in the position at the right place at the right time. It's, it's very hard for... Interesting. You know, someone like Messi, who's the captain, right? But yeah. it's just because he's the best player. Yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. He's had, as far as I can remember, he's had three players by different managers brought in to replace him. And they've never got anywhere close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah he's, sure. He is just... Unreplaceable? He's a European Cup winning captain and he deserves everything. He deserves all the plaudits that come, like everything that all the national media, people like Ian Wright and Gary Lineker are both, uh, and Alan Shearer all have said that they are their player, of the, he is their player of the season this year. This is all stuff that we as Liverpool fans have been saying for years and the rest of the world is just noticing now. So if we're gonna have if we're gonna have a Christian Eriksen, I want no, 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 anyone say that about Christian Eriksen. Let's not let's, let's, let's not have a Christian Eriksen conversation, thank you. Um, because frankly, I don't think he deserves it. Uh, he plays for Tottenham, first of all. Um, anyway, um, so look, so so where are we at, guys? Kante, can't okay. So we're we're Kante and Gerrard at blocks. I, I feel I'm not I'm not I'm not with the Gerrard block, frankly. I, I'd, I feel, I'd love to have him, but I can't love him. Yeah. So, so I think let's 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 put Kante as a lock because exactly like you said, and I think you, you mentioned this as well. Um, sorry, I didn't I didn't allow you to do your spiel on Kante. Why don't you? Are you, are you good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Kante's a, a beast. Exactly. Like, I think I think that I think that explains it. I think that does. Everyone would want him in his in their team. Yeah. Yeah. In the four three three formation, he is Kante is he is four three three. He's the non-parallel right yeah. now. Um, so I think Stu made this a very good point where it was he's taken two teams to the league. Yeah. He's taken Leicester City to the league, which uh, he's made Danny Drinkwater look competent. Yeah. I think Kante is a lock um, from all three. Um, for the other two positions, who, who did you have, King? So we know that you had Gerard and KDB. Yeah. Um, I have Silva and, and then KDB. between Torre and KDB. Torre and KDB. And so for me, I have Silva and, and, and Torre. Frankly, um, so so I think so. I, th- I think that I, I think it depends on what your criteria are. So if we're talking about longevity and presence. You've got to go silver. I'm going De Bruyne on talent uh-huh. and, and and what he. I feel like he's I, don't, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind. I, 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 I kind of do mind. I kind of mind. I kind of mind De Bruyne because I feel like actually I just remember that goal he scored against uh, United. Well, it, was, or it was one of the goals that he basically just turned up. Everyone's like, is De Bruyne going to turn up? And he fucking turned up. Um, but so, De Bruyne usually turns up. City, City, City have been a shadow of the team this year because De Bruyne has been out for a large yeah, part and of it. I think, I think that that's, that's very true as well. But what do you... I, like, I, I, I want to propose a De Bruyne-Yaya Torre. So De Bruyne-Yaya torre Kante. And I think that that covers all of the things. I struggle very heavily to argue with that. I mean, yeah. I, I, as much as I do want to put Gerard in, like Yaya Toru, my number four, and I don't mind having Yaya Toru. No, you, you never get. This thing is that we could have, we could have, we could have not put any of those three players in and still come up with an amazing midfield. Yeah, you know, we we are arguing over the best of the best. Best here. of the best. 100%. So I I can't I can't argue against yeah. that. I think I think I think that's a very look look like you, you know Yaya Toru is he yeah he was he was dominant. Yeah. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, I think, is you could arguably say that he is the tip of the spear in that Man City team, which is very hard to do on that Man City team, which has got so much talent. And Ngolo Kante as yeah. who would you rather have, David Silva or KDB in that in that role? I think I'd actually, I think I'd actually have KDB. I mean, thinking about it, yeah, very Hundred percent, I'd rather have Kate. Not that to say that Silva's not a great. Yeah, no. I think he's a definite, definite, definite fourth player. But I think I would actually have uh, uh, KDB. But yeah, fair enough. Cool guys. All right. So I think after conversation, I thought never was going to end after we had the the De Bruyne Gerard fiasco. Uh, But anyway, um, we we've we've settled on De Bruyne. Yaya Torre and N'Golo Kante. I think, frankly, very good picks. Um, now we get to the fun part, the strikers. Okay, guys, it's going to be amazing. Um, and I've, I've, got, I've got some picks. Now, I think there has to be one that, even on this very divided podcast, if you don't have this person as the striker of the decade, like, we should, we should just leave and, and quit right now. Okay, so Sergio Aguero. Aguero definitely has to yeah, be. Of course, he's on there. He's yeah. probably the only player we can agree on. I think so. <laughs> and except for I, 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 I actually, go, I, I think we're going to agree on the second one as well. Okay. I mean, I don't know how you could not have Rooney in it too. Yes. 
like there was a there was a time period where Rooney I, I early in the decade early in the decade that first yeah, but you think he's England and United's record goal scorer and he scored more than half of his goals yeah. over that time in this decade so he, he's he, he's relevant to this decade there was this time period in either 2012 2013 yeah go ahead just throwing it out there would he fit in this 4-3-3 formation though He'd be the centre forward and you'd have, you'd, you'd have you'd wear, wear on the left. Yeah. I don't think there's any question. I want to throw out Robin Van Persie. No. And we can throw him out. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, we throw him out. Thank you. <laughs> go ahead. I, I had to, I had to, I had to try. He's in the conversation, surely. Okay. No, he's not. But he didn't even make the list. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get one Arsenal player in here somewhere. Oh, player, you, mean? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Don't. Don't do it. Okay, don't stop that shit. Okay, he's more relevant for United. In this you know what? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the league. Anyway, whatever. Let's <laughs> so so Aguero like that 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 goal. Yeah. Um, Happy Rooney. Is, I don't think you can argue. It's amazing. This third one's Rooney. gonna be tough. The third one is gonna be tough. Now I actually have a, a Liverpool player that we tried to pay forty million plus one dollars for. You're kidding. Yes. You can't. Look, I love Luis Suarez as much as the next guy. How many two seasons? He played for two years. Two he had one. Eight hat seasons. tricks, guys. Eight hat tricks. I think three one's... of them came against Norwich. Yeah. What I heard is, just while we're talking about it, I want to know. Yes. What Norwich, the city of Norwich, did to Luis Suarez because <laughs> he took great pleasure in <laughs> literally <laughs> brutalizing them at every occasion. Cool. Like, Every angle, every like, <laughs> left foot, right foot, header, halfway line, whatever. <laughs> Look, we're not going to go to Harry Kane. If anybody has Harry Kane, let me know now. No. Thank God. I've written him on the list, but it okay. wasn't... Kane was on my list as well, but I think you've got to go Mo Salah. Have I, you got Mo I have Mo Salah, Eden Hazard, and I put Bale down just because it's... I, get, I wanted to have the Bale conversation. Yeah. Someone's... You need to... I, 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 need, I think we definitely need to have the we, Bale conversation. The problem with Bale is that you, the best stuff he's done has all come in Spain. No, no, I disagree. I hundred percent disagree. One and a half, two good seasons at Tottenham. No, but those two you never seasons, won a game when he when those he two seasons. Playing. Trust me, guys. Yeah. Okay. My ass was in my hands every time we were playing Tottenham because it was literally like he's gonna do something. And I remember I was sleeping. We were playing. Uh, we were playing Tottenham. We were leading one 0 It was eighty-two minutes, and I'm like, this is my moment. And he picked up the ball on the center circle and he just drove through the midfield and I shouted at some at, at my TV somebody tackle him and what do you know just arrowed the ball into the top corner look I feel like in a look you can say yeah longevity is not thing but the thing is we've got to turn our TA on here Gareth Bale electrified this league and we have not I submit that we have not seen anybody like him since then I think Mo Salah is a better version of him with better stats I disagree the Disagree profusely. Uh, I. <laughs> but you tell me what you think, and then let's let's go for it, and then we'll get King Lant. I mean, weigh in on this. Interesting. Well. This the, Gareth Bale. We're talking about right wing forward here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That is the position that Mo Salah has made himself. I would get, argue again, one of the best in the world at his position. He so he's, in, he's in, in that position. To Messi outside of. Yeah, him. I mean the, the guy. He has everything. He's made it look easy. He's been top scorer in the Premier League twice since he's arrived. Okay. He, you know, he, he, he's the heartbeat of that forward three for Liverpool. And Not Firmino. Firmino's great. Well, Firmino's the linking player. They're all great. Okay, tell me, tell me something. Let's just, let's just break this down right now. Right now, what is your perfect forward your Liverpool front three. Who, who are you? Who are you think? Sadio Mane, Firmino, and Salah. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was quite else. You pick. I, I would. I would pick that as well. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just making sure that we're on the same page. Good. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, is there anyone for Diva Carici show? <laughs> big <laughs> yeah. game in a big game. Big game. Yeah. Big game. Um, I'm, I want know, a statue of him. Go somewhere. We should knock Divock. I like I like Origi. I like Divock. Good old Divock. Divock Origi scored two of my favourite goals of all time. Yeah. Yeah. The Derby game against Everton, <laughs> the dinosaur <laughs> game, um, and um, the obviously the winner in the Champions League final. This, this is, that's what I was thinking. But anyway, um, okay. So so Mo Salah, what's, what's your opinion on Mo Salah again versus some See, of the guys that you have on your list? 
I had Eden Hazard in the conversation. Okay. So, I guess it's a good time to bring him back up. Okay, let's, yep. let's, let's bring him back up. I, I could sit there and list all the crucial goals. Uh, do you know what Mo Salah does? And this is one thing that Mo, I think he's, it should end the Hazard conversation. How many times has Mo Salah scored the first goal of the game? It's remarkable how many of his goals are the first goal, the goal that breaks the deadlock, or a goal that puts us ahead when we're tied. He is just, he's the man for a big occasion. And Eden Hazard is the guy that you need to score three goals against Burnley at home. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Because it, the thing is, like, you love watching Eden Hazard playing. He's great. This is not a knock on him. A knock on him, but we are trying to put together a team of the decade. I personally feel like, okay, look, so so at the moment we've got Aguero and Rooney, we've got them as locks. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're trying to pick a right wing forward. Okay. Yeah, and so the 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 the, the things that have been, who else did you have? Has anyone else got anything else that they would like to bring up right now at this point in time for the striker or for the right wing forward? Has anybody got anyone else? On their list? Not for. I mean, I, I I thought just there might be an argument for Kane over Rooney. I didn't agree with it, but I had it down as a talking point. But yeah. the, the the for the right wing forward position, I don't think you can have anyone other than Salah in this position. Okay. Just just out of fun, I put on my list. It was, this wasn't for the right wing forward. It was, I put Jamie Vardy. I, you know what? Just I feel like there's a conversation. Uh, I don't think it's a conversation. No, it's but a, I think he had about Jamie Vardy. He's, yeah, he's no, not team of the decade, but I feel like Jamie the Vardy. fact that he drove Leicester, and then and they're doing pretty well this year as well, right? He's been a good player. He's been, he's a, been a good player. I put him in the RVP bracket. He's <laughs> <laughs> been he's just been good to watch. I think so. The for those of you who don't know, Jamie Vardy has a little bit of a checkered history in terms of what he's uh, done. And I will always have a place in my heart for Jamie Vardy, not for what he did in the league, but a lot of my family are Welsh. So England played Wales in the group stages of Euro 2016. And Wales went 1-0 up. And I'm just so thankful to Jamie Vardy that I was able to hark back to one of his previous posts on social media that got him in trouble um, when I was able to text to all my Welsh family, get uh, chat shit, get banged. When <laughs> he scored the winner in injury time for England. So I'm always going to love Jamie Vardy. But I'm, I'm, glad that we, I'm glad that we brought that up. I felt like that needed to go on to this podcast. Just have yeah. to bring up and I feel Jamie like we had, we had to bring that up. And, and uh, that's good. And then we can, we can, we can move on. on we can move on. Um, okay, so we've got, we've got Hazard. For me, it's between Hazard and Salah. They were, they were to the last, and 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 I feel side. I personally feel like we need we need we need to put look Suarez. I I, I take your point about not that not that great body work. Personally, felt like he gave Liverpool a real cutting edge. Oh, he did. He was amazing. Uh, but he was only there for one one season. He was there for two and a half seasons, and he did it for the first season and a half. Really, he was he was wasteful in front of goal. It was that 2013-14 season that he turned into the Suarez that is one of the best players in the world. And it was wonderful mm. to watch. To watch him deliberately aim for Patrice Evra's hand and win a penalty at Old Trafford by <laughs> deliberately kicking the ball because he saw his hands outstretched. He could do nothing else. I'll yeah. just kick it at his hand. <laughs> oh, my God. That's incredible. He's, he, his, he's, he took the shot that was the best goal that was never scored which was an absolute thunder bastard against Arsenal that tipped and bent like that goal would have been one of the greatest ever and it, and it hit, hit the, the post yes I remember it I remember it yeah, I do remember it I so, was so, so scared so I'm not I think we still won 5-0 mate so it wasn't yes, really a problem still one of those things where I remember it wasn't it. it's not that I don't love Luis Suarez I just think that its impact was one season, whereas I watched I watched Mo Salah play in a preseason friendly when they came to Hong Kong. Now, I I don't know if you remember, but in thirteen fourteen we tried to sign Mo Salah and Chelsea poached him from us, and then he sat on the bench for two years and then went over to to Italy. And I was really excited about seeing him then because he, you know, I'd seen you know YouTube clips with him. And I really wanted him to come at the time. He was the Egyptian Messi, right? Yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was superb. And I really wanted him at the time, and I was so glad when we got the chance to come back. So I was really interested in watching him, and I spent most of that game just watching Salah. And I know it's only a preseason friendly, but you could see 
how good he was and how much of an attacking dimension he was going to give us, just based on a, a pre-season friendly against Leicester. He scored the opening goal, um, and he he, uh, he really just has added a clinical edge to Liverpool's attacking play. Now, Sadio Mane, I would probably say, is still probably my favourite of the front three because I love the way he does and you know the back and that's, what, that's what I think is that, and that's my thing against Salah is that I don't even I don't even think he's the best forward in his own team. I think he's the best forward. I think he's the best forward. I think I I, 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 I personally think that Sadio Mane is better. Than most no, Sadio Mane is more fun. Sadio Mane, I, I love look. Don't get me wrong. Again, this is going to sound like I'm slagging off Salah because I think Salah is absolutely phenomenal. I love Mohamed Salah. I love every one of those boys in red. They're incredible. Sadio Mane does more. If, you, if you're looking for a bit mental, that's where Salah. Correct. Yeah, he just runs at players and then he just goes, oh, let's see whether this is going to work. Sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes he back-heels it over the keeper in the six-yard box. No, no, no. And and then you're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. But if you look at the pure quality of of, of of Salah's goals, Mm -hmm. look at the goal that he scored in the Champions League this year against... I can't remember who it was. We were away in the Champions League this season. And he missed, for Salah, three chances that were literally... You put your house on him scoring, and then he gets a he gets a chance with about a six degree angle from twenty yards out, on pretty much on the goal line, and manages to slot it past the keeper. The quality of Mo Salah's goals mm-hmm. and the times that he pops up with them, yeah. and the times that he makes something from nothing, and the, you know just I, I I've not seen anyone in this decade do the things that he does from that position. He's turned he's turned a right wing forward position, which traditionally is a more of a supporting role with a few goals, into a dominant, abs- yeah, a dominant, a dominant position. Dominant. He's brought that yeah, the faster esque type sort of where your wingers are your, your goal scorers. Mm-hmm. That sort of feel to the Premier League, which right. you can't argue with that. There haven't been any there haven't been many other players that have done that. Someone like Ronaldo has done it for a bit. So like I say, I, I have no I'm not that wedded. Suarez, I do think that the bail conversation is something that needs to happen just for his sheer impact for the two seasons that he was here. He literally took and made Tottenham relevant. Yeah. But you could argue that Salah did something similar when he burst onto the scene. Um, and and so like and I think if, if I'm not mistaken, Salah came last, right? Or was it? What did Mane come first? Or did Salah come? No, first? Salah was the last piece. Salah, and then so when Salah came in, that's when that whole thing all clicked together. Gareth Bale has never been Premier League top scorer. Salah's done it twice. And I think, I don't, although I may be wrong on this, I think he was Champions League top scorer the year we lost in Madrid as well. Or if he wasn't, he was very much up there. Because he scored a ton of goals against, um, you know, again, they, we're playing Manchester City yeah. in a Champions League quarter final. We're 1 0 down at the Etihad. Who pops up? With a goal from a from a really tight angle, Mo Salah, and finishes the tie with the away goal. That's the goals that Mo Salah scores. Mm. That's you know th- those are the type of those are the type of finishes that he puts in. What do you think? I'm happy with Salah, but I still had Hazard above him in this conversation. Okay, tell me why you had Hazard above him. I I just like I just like I prefer watching Hazard. If I was you know purely watching a football game, I personally. Like watching Hazard dick all over teams. <laughs> it's just so much fun to play. He, he is he's a dominant. He's a dominant player, and that's what I'm saying. Is I do think. I mean, I can't get over that that idea of the Hazard just being very dominant. But Stu makes a great makes a great point earlier. Right. Where thinking back, he doesn't always turn up in these huge games. Yes, it's true. He's on the side. He's you know he's nullified by some nobody. He's nullified by Aspilicueta. He's playing left back. Yeah, yeah he, he does make a good point. Where Salah, if, even if he's nullified, he comes up and he gets a goal. Yeah, score from some stupid angle. He does that. You know, he scores twenty from twenty-five yards out against Chelsea. He yeah. scores that rocket. How about Aubameyang? Team is too early. Too early. He's only done. Yeah, because I think he won PFA. He won PFA. He had he won Golden Boot last year, if I'm not mistaken. But he's never played really well every game throughout the whole season. He's come up with goals. You can't, yeah. you can't deny that. Yeah, and he he's definitely rescued us in 
definitely a lot of circumstances. But again, one season. And so that's what I would say. All, not, not really much all, all I can hear, all I can hear here, mate, is the is the wind as your fingers desperately try and clutch at those straws that are not quite there within your grasp. Fair enough. Well, if you said about Yang, you probably I'd rather have Kane. Yes, in that, in, yeah, you know, and 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 when with that, we're gonna end this discussion right here. So I think I think we're good. Aguero, Rooney, and 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 Salah. So to um, round this all out, so we've got David De Gea, TA. Company, um, sorry, DVD. Then we had left back. We had Patrice Evra, which no uh, one's happy with. Which nobody's happy with. Personally, we weren't expected to be happy with the left back. They no, were pretty, pretty <laughs> crap to be, to be honest. Um, then we got Silva, Torre, KDB. No, we had De Bruyne. Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. Yeah, KDB, Torre, and uh, Kante. And Kante, excuse me. And uh, and then we had and then we've got Aguero, Rooney, and uh, Mo Salah. I think that's a pretty pretty solid team. I would agree, guys. I don't think many of these today. No, no, I don't think so. I'm having that in my uh, you know FIFA 20 team. Yeah, no, exactly. My ultimate team. No, exactly. I think I think that's a pretty pretty decent team. Um, whether that would go up against a global team and beat it, that's another that's another question. Could be a rest. No, I think that's a question for another, another podcast. podcast. It could be. Yes, exactly. Um, but let's say I know we wanted to do subs, but I think this has gone on a bit longer than I anticipated it would. So I think right now we're just gonna. I just want to give. Gonna, I'm gonna name the subs. Honorable, honorable mention. Steven Gerrard. And we don't need to discuss. David Silva. We don't need to discuss, and everybody can have different subs benches. John Terry. Okay, and and, and we're gonna Allison do that. and Harry Kane. Thank okay. you. Good. Good. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. King, do you want to man- name a subs bench? Is anyone here? I, I you... probably want to just put the Liverpool team in. Andy <laughs> Robertson. Okay, well, in and that John case, Henderson. And so for, on mine is going to be on Fabregas, you know, Robert Van Persie, Obama Yang. And that's why this team won't win, because all the good players will be knackered and then we're going to bring rubbish Arsenal players. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, guys. Really, really appreciate uh, your your time. Thanks for having me. No, it's been, it's, been, it's been great. And we should do this again uh, when we've got another uh, sporting-related podcast. Well, thank you very much. Cheers.